Hi, this is Kyle with Bright Agrotech, and you're listening to Upstart Farmers Radio. Welcome back to Upstart Farmers Radio. This is Perry and Nate Story with Bright Agrotech. So today we're going to talk about something that's had us excited here in the Bright Agrotech office for quite a while. As we've noted, our upstart farmers are an innovative group of people. They're the early adopters, always looking for the best technology for their farms, and when none exists, they put their heads together and create something new. And today, we here at Bright Agrotech have got something that's still fairly new. So Nate, will you tell us a little more about it? Yeah, you bet. So we're getting ready to release the next version of our green wall. So for producers, for upstart farmers, what this represents is an entire new opportunity um, to sell produce in a, in a brand new way. So uh, this green wall is a little bit more user-friendly than our last one. It's a little bit simpler to put together, and we're hoping that it's going to be way easier not just to use but also to install and to service if you're an upstart farmer who's interested in exchanging some towers and uh, basically placing towers on green walls for people. So basically, this gives upstart farmers a whole bunch of new business models and allows those who are becoming upstart farmers to have another way to break into the field. So Nate, what was the motivation behind using ZipGrow Towers and ZipGrow technology to create green walls? Well, um, you know, ZipGrow Towers are something, in, in some ways, they're what we started with. And so they're, they're something that we're familiar with. We know they work. We know they're lightweight. We know that they're a cost-effective way to grow, and the technology is proven. So we basically just started with the ZipGrow Tower and figured out how we could design a ZipGrow uh, green wall kind of around the tower itself. So that's where we started, and I'm pretty happy with the results. I think we've got something that um, is, is going to work very well. I think we have something that has the potential to transform the urban landscape and not only uh, allow people to build businesses around this equipment, but also transform the way that people interact with their city and the way that people interact with their food. So how specifically are these green walls an opportunity for upstart farmers? Well, I think they're pretty specific. You know, right off the bat, we will be selling a home user kind of uh, green wall. But the, the reason that we designed these things in the first place were for our upstart farmers to be able to use these things as displays in grocery stores, to be able to place these things in restaurants and sell towers as a result, uh, as a means to essentially enable more sales and sales in more unique ways. So one of the benefits of the ZipGrow Tower is that you can transport uh, produce live. And this is really central to a lot of our uh, upstart farmers' business models. That was something we wanted to preserve with this green wall and enable with this green wall. So as far as you, the farmer, are concerned, think of the green wall as an as another support tool for live sales, whether that's to restaurants, grocery stores, or to consumers. We really hope that this new piece of equipment opens up a lot of doors and a lot of opportunities for you to sell the produce that you're working so hard on. I'm Marilyn Yamamoto and I'm an upstart farmer and I'm really excited about the green walls. Uh, The great thing is, is that, you know, you have a a space on a wall and you've got all this beautiful green growing vertically on the wall and it just looks gorgeous on the walls. We've got some in restaurants as well as here at our farm and it's unbelievable the enjoyment that people get looking at it growing right directly from a wall. 
I'm Noah with Bright Agritech and I'm using green walls to help service local restaurants, to grow on unused space, and to just liven up the local downtown. Even though the Green Wall 2.0 is bringing green walls to the masses, creative upstart farmers have been using Zipgrow Towers to build their own green walls over the last couple of years, and the results have been impressive. Terrell Chapel of City Planet Farms was one of the first farmers to move into green walls, and we're excited to have him here today. So, hey Terrell, how are you doing? Pretty good, thanks. Nice to see you both. Yeah, it's good to see you too. So would you quickly tell everyone about your farm and where you're located? Well, I'm based in uh, Manhattan. I li actually live in the East Village of Manhattan, Lower East Side, and I've had my farm efforts scattered a little bit about. Uh, done uh, some of my walls up in Harlem, and uh, the, the kind of showpiece wall that everybody gets excited about is the one I did out in eastern Long Island out in the Hamptons in Sag Harbor. And I'm currently looking for more space to set up another little small-scale farm, probably 200 towers or so, to actually support and supplement more green walls. That's awesome. And I'm definitely going to ask you more about that Sag Harbor green wall in a bit here. But to back up for a second first, when did you first start installing green walls? Um, first project I did was the Sag Harbor project uh, with the green walls, and that began in 2013. And uh, I started building it beginning with the, uh, the grow room in the basement in January of 2014. So basically what you're saying is you knocked it out of the park your first time up to bat. <laughs> I got really lucky, yeah. <laughs> really lucky because I, you know, yeah, I got lucky. I had people that believed me when I told them I could do it and they were willing to actually hire me to do it and pay me to do it. And I, I had a, you know, I had a nice budget to work with, so I was able to do what I wanted and it actually really worked well and I got really lucky too in that I found the right guy to teach and train to do the support and keep it looking good and doing well. So those are all part of the components to make it really sustainable. Obviously you designed and installed this green wall but what other activities really went into this installation? Well, the, the design challenge was to create a wall that would fit in the existing restaurant space. They had a nice atrium room in this restaurant that they were using for different you know, group functions and other things. So it had a lot of nice natural light anyway. And it had this 8-inch uh, horizontal beaded paneling that went around and an old bunch of kind of a funky rock planter that came up about 2 feet off the back floor that was you know, off the wall by about 16 inches. So the, the challenge was to design something that would fit in that room without totally remodeling the room. And I was looking at different ways to do it, and, and that's when I really got excited about working with Zipgrow Towers. The fact that they were white, it was actually, they were going to look really good, and they do look really good in that white room already, you know, complemented with the plants. So that was just that process, and then it was figuring out how to... Uh, because I decided to do aquaponics, which has been my passion, the challenge for me, well, I'd had done some other aquaponic systems, but you know, it's it's not a that complicated when you don't have to worry about your fish tank and how good it looks and how clean it is and you know all that kind of stuff. So to have a a visible aquaponic system that was going to be in a nice restaurant, I knew the next challenge was how am I going to get the aquariums set up and keep them looking good and providing nutrients for the plants. You know, we started uh, building the wall. Uh, went through a couple different configurations and and working with you know aquariums. I had one idea for a big one of these big half round aquariums, and then we took a look at it and said, well maybe 
you know, we ended up with three small, almost two foot square by one foot deep aquariums set on the wall and everything is tied in and recirculates and it's working well. The other thing is, is that I realized from the beginning that in order to get things up and running and looking good soon as possible, I had to start growing some plants. So first thing I built was a 80 square foot little grow room down in the basement. I built a little room out of uh, plywood and two by twos and set that up with a 150 gallon fish tank, got some tilapia, got the fish growing, got the seedlings planted, and then we set up zip grow towers on the wall with a vertical uh, you know, T5-4 fixture light on a, on a light mover and started growing towers. And I did that first, and then I went back up, up to stairs and started building the wall. So how is all of this working for the restaurant, and how is the restaurant working with it? Well, it, it's, uh, I mean, I was really clear to them from the beginning that they weren't going to you know, replace their produce bill with this little farm. It wasn't going to be a way for them to save money. It was really about making a statement. They were really moving into more sustainably oriented local farmers, farm to table. And so for them, it was an opportunity to create a nice design feature in their restaurant and provide food. You know, originally the plan was to, in addition to the green wall, they were, were going to build another 500 square foot greenhouse on top of a cafe in the back that was going to actually have production. And I actually went and sat in on city planning and architecture review board meetings in Sag Harbor, which was interesting to explain, you know, aquaponics and all this stuff to people who had never even heard of it, many of them. Uh, and in the end, they ended up approving it, which was really exciting for everybody, and everybody got into it. But then people decided to use that bit of real estate for something else, shall we say, <laughs> than a farm. So I think right now they're looking for another place to do an off-site greenhouse that would provide more production, which is a good way to do it, I think. Now, are you maintaining this green wall in the restaurant, or is somebody else? No, I worked myself out of a job on that, which was my, my original intention. <laughs> You know, in my original proposal, I kind of laid it out as a, there was a bit of time for design and then the build out and then the tweaking of the system and then training. And so the whole goal was to actually phase myself out over a course of a couple of months, the amount of time I was spending from a full-time project to part-time. And I found the, one of the employees at the restaurant who just turned out to be the best guy. He was a mechanic and understood systems. And once he got his head wrapped around the aquaponics and the you know, the pumps and, you know, the irrigation and the water chemistry and all that, he, he just took over. So I don't have, to, I just check in every now and then and, you know, it's, it's fun. We're still working. So. so that's the goal for me is to build, you know, build systems and then get people either educating them or train some other people to actually be able to do that kind of maintenance and hopefully provide, you know, some jobs for people in the city doing walls and maintaining walls and uh, doing that type of thing. Now, have you already implemented that at any other locations around New York? Not, well, other than a couple of schools. I did the, the rooftop farm in Harlem, and we had a, it was a demonstration, like a proof of concept to, to start to teach people, show people what it, what, not only what the green wall, but the aquaponics. And we had that going, and that was really successful, I think, in that people, everybody got really excited about it, and it was, we got a lot of positive feedback, and then, People love the aquaponics. People get really excited about the, the fish and the plants. You know, it's really fun. They, the restaurant, they love it. People got so excited, they can't resist dragging people down to the basement to show them the fish in the basement and the plants growing. <laughs> That's awesome. So, yeah. So, um, you know, it's moving along into that, the idea of introducing more people to the, 
the systems and the viability of it and the viability of it being, you know, profitable business model for other people and, and a way to actually produce edible food right here in the city. And the, the approach I'm taking is I, I, I really feel one of the many solutions towards more sustainable, you know, future is that we have to get back to, you know, more smaller scale farms. And that's the, that's the model. I'm, I'm not really going to be going out and doing a 10,000 square foot, you know, hydroponic farm on a rooftop anytime soon. Not yet, but so I'm really trying to work the small scale model that can be duplicated easily over and over many times, which is what you guys have been doing, which is why it's been a lot of fun to work with you. You've been a lot of fun to work with too, Tara. It's <laughs> nice to see you continue to promote this model across so many different places at once. Um, do you have any other big plans in the future for City Planet Farms? Well, I'm on my way uh, next Tuesday to speak with the CEO of a very large restaurant management corporation. They they manage food courts and restaurants in seven different airports, over 200 restaurants, and they're very excited about the potential for edible green walls as a, both a design feature and a sustainability statement. You know, a lot of people want to, it, it really does make a nice, you know, for me, not just a statement towards a moving towards sustainability, but I, what I love about it, especially in a public, more public place like a restaurant or a, you know, hotel lobby or a, for instance, a food court is that I, it gets people engaged with the growing systems and with the biological systems and the natural systems in a way that they might not it's it's kind of I think it's a nice pattern interrupt for people to wow what is that and then you read the little story and say wow that's fish and you mean the fish and the plants and it wow and you can just see their eyes start to open up and then it opens up I think a bigger connection to maybe what you know what we can do and how we can live <laughs> you know so hopefully if everything works out some little extra City Planet Farms will be popping up all over the place for people to see. Yeah, that's, I mean, that would be nice, I think. I think that's something that's actually needed. It's actually why I moved to New York City to do something along those lines. I mean, I, I married a New Yorker 13 years ago. When we met, I said, don't ever expect me to live in New York City. I'm a, I'm a beach boy surfer <laughs> guy. Keep me near the ocean and the mountains, you know. That's my comfort zone. I don't need no big city, you know. So, but I've decided to come here and, you know, it's been an adventure. Just just living in New York's an adventure, you know. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, to you know figuring out some of these things, trying to trying to solve some of the solutions and and uh, you know make a difference. That's awesome. Well, I'll tell you, you're rapidly becoming kind of the godfather of zip grow green walls. So uh, oh, you're. Uh, <laughs> well, that's a high bar. To <laughs> you're gonna have a whole lot of people knocking on your door asking you how you did. You know. Projects like yeah. the uh, Sag Harbor project. Yeah, yeah. I look forward to it. Like I've been dreaming about those green walls for a couple of years, and uh, I looked at using some like bamboo and some other natural systems. And uh, in fact, I'm actually rebuilding a bamboo green wall for the Sustainable America people. They had somebody else come in and design and build one, but they made a mistake, which I I figured that out back when I was looking at the feasibility of it, they used fresh timber bamboo and it, it only lasted six months before it completely fell apart. So I'm working now with some, uh, uh, I'm also going to put the, the Zipco tower wall in the same, same lobby of this office, but I'm trying to help them because it really looks cool. The bamboo looks awesome. It's just trying yeah. to get, get it so that it can function. So I'm going to replace the, they had filled up 
sections with uh, hydrogen, and I, I split the bamboo and figured out a way to to coat it with some vegetable-based green epoxy and put it back together with some matrix media. It sort of turned it into a bamboo, a, a zip boo tower. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll, I'll send pictures again. You know, it's like we'll see. I haven't done it before, but um, yeah. Well, good luck with that. I think I think it might work. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for joining us today, Terrell, and sharing your wisdom on green walls. You're welcome. My pleasure. Fun. Bright Agrotech has also dabbled in restaurant-based green walls. In the summer of 2014, we constructed one of our experimental green wall 1.0s outside Altitude Chop House and Brewery in downtown Laramie, Wyoming. Altitude took on a pretty big risk by letting us use them as our first green wall location. So how did it work out? Well, we're here today in Altitude um, Restaurant, right downtown Laramie, Wyoming, and we're talking with Jared. Can you tell us a little bit about who you are, Jared? Yeah, so uh, I am the brewer here. I brew all our beer, but I'm pretty familiar with the way the restaurant works as well. Um, I've been brewing beer here for six years, and... Um, yeah, I suppose we'll get into this, but it's been it's been a really great experience working with the folks at Bright Agrotech. So, what did you think when Bright Agrotech first wanted to put a green wall on the side of your building here? Uh, I was I was really curious as to how that would work out. Um, I guess I was somewhat skeptical, but I, I knew I knew that business and I knew sort of what they were capable of doing. So, uh, I was really enthusiastic as well. Awesome. So how did it work out then for you? I mean, you were skeptical at the start. Were there any challenges or issues that I, I think there were some technical issues on their end. You know, we, we kind of understood that we were going to be guinea pigs, so to speak, for this type of thing. So how did it work out? I know you said you were a little skeptical about how this first green wall was going to work here. Yeah, it, it was terrific. And, um, you know, not only from a practical standpoint, we got a lot of benefits from it, you know, in terms of produce and that type of thing. But we also got a lot of people stopping by who were curious and asking questions about it. So I think it was a mutually beneficial arrangement. So we really couldn't have been happier with the way it played out. So how did you end up using the green wall? Was it mostly something to look pretty on the side of the building? Did it get used in the food here at Altitude? Both. So I think there was definitely an aesthetic component uh, that drew people to that space. It's kind of a bland wall out there. So it was really nice having, you know, a focal point um, and generated a lot of curiosity and a lot of interest. And we did end up using a lot of that produce in, in our kitchen for weekly specials and that type of thing. And uh, for the brewery as well, I was able to work with uh, the the folks who were administering this green wall, and they were great about you know trying to grow some stuff that I thought would be good for brewing uh, for brewing applications. And so yeah, it was terrific. Gotcha. What exactly did you brew with it? So the one that stood out to me was they grew a bunch of really terrific basil. So we did a basil beer, and we named it after bright agrotech. I can't remember what the exact name was. Um, and it was great. It was like pesto in a glass. So it was, it was really terrific and people loved it. Yeah, I really wish I would have come down and tried that while you had it here. Next year, for sure. Awesome. Yeah. Um, how did everything taste? Did customers you know, know that the food on their plates was coming from the green wall? They did. And that, again, was something that I think a lot of the uh, 
people who support you know local downtown businesses are really keen on locally produced ingredients and it sort of strikes me as uh, there, there's a parallel here between production and uh, local production both from a food perspective and a brewing perspective that's one of the things i really like to emphasize in the brewery is that our our product is really unique because it can only be consumed in laramie wyoming so having food products that matched that ethos was was really terrific yeah that's awesome was there any um particular other customer responses that you got from the green wall or having a lot of questions a lot of curiosity um I, I would imagine that it generated some interest in what Bright Agritech does, um, but people were fully supportive of us taking on that project. So would you do this again, even with some of the challenges and not knowing how this would work? Would you be willing to have a green wall here next summer as well? No doubt. And I'd like to cover that whole wall with it because I think it would just be really terrific. And the more we could produce here on site, the better. And how do you think other restaurant owners or operators would feel about having a green wall in their restaurant? Uh, I think there would be a lot of interest. I mean, again, I think a lot of the downtown business owners and downtown restaurants have a real passion for supporting local communities and helping one another out. That's certainly the impression I get. So I think there would be a ton of enthusiasm for that. Nice. Is there anything else that you learned from having a green wall on site here that uh, you want other restaurant owners or upstart farmers to know about? Uh, I just I just would say that you know the uh, there's sort of an intrinsic value in being able to have that intimate connection with where your food is grown and knowing exactly where it's coming from. So you know I I think that just has a ton of benefit and it's uh, you know I think you can feel good about it. Personally, as a business owner and someone who uses that product and knowing exactly where your food comes from, and I think the customers really appreciate it as well. Well, that's very well said. Thanks so much for talking to us today, Jared. Absolutely. It's a pleasure. Yeah, we're so happy to have Altitude supporting this movement as well. Yeah, you can count on our support in the future for sure. Upstart farmers embrace new technology, and green walls are no exception. Opportunities are everywhere. Keep your eyes out for a green wall near you, or better yet, start your own, and take the first step toward becoming an upstart farmer. This has been Upstart Farmers Radio, episode number five, Green Walls, Not Just Transforming Urban Landscape. Check out radio.upstartfarmers.com for more information on this episode and to learn more about the upstart farmers. <laughs>